Listen, anyone can make a mistake, man. Um, so no, definitely in agreement. And that literally speaks to the 10 and final golden rule, which is don't be embarrassed about reporting a scam because the scammers are cunning and clever. There's no shame in being deceived. By reporting it, you make it more difficult for them to deceive others. Oh, I love that. I didn't. I haven't actually got a list in front of me. Yet. You're just reading it. Yeah, and yeah. So, so I've got a bit ahead of myself. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Walk Finance Podcast. The podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter, and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I'm doing very well. I'm doing very good. Uh, final quarter of 2023. Uh, I'm just going hard, man. Just working really hard and trying to finish strong. Yourself? Come on, come on. I am well, man. I'm reflecting on the episode we've done recently on preparing for quarter three, man. So um, four, definitely quarter four, four, four. four <laughs> a final quarter of the year, quarter three, you know. Um, but yeah, just really reflecting on that um, as well and just planning for the final part of the year. Um, for our listeners, by the time you listen to this, that episode will be out. So make sure you do check out um, that episode. And a massive warm welcome to um, our listeners wherever you are in the world. Um, Jack, today we've got a quick one. We're just going to respond to um, a recent article that we've seen. Um and the article is titled, um, let me actually read it out. I loaned a friend £50 and was convicted of money laundry. Mother 32 reveals how a seemingly harmless mistake led to a police raid and a shadow hanging over her for years. Mm. So obviously what's happened here, um, you know, she she loaned a friend um, some money um 50 pounds um and her friend uh repaid her um back the money two months uh later but um when she went to withdraw it she found she found um that her friend had overpaid her by several hundred pounds um she called him immediately said there must have been some sort of accident um sorry the the friend said there must have been some, some sort of accident um, and that um, the friend asked uh, this individual to get all of that cash out from the bank bank and give it back to the friend. Um, and obviously this is her, her friend, right? So she didn't question it. So she took out all of the cash and gave it to him. Six months went by and then out of the blue, the police dramatically raided her mum's house. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can see what's happened there. So yeah, just to summarise. Um, so... It's like me giving, you know, uh, me giving you £100 uh, mm-hmm. after you've loaned me £50 um, and I've paid you back into your bank account. You've seen £100. So you're saying, Jax, well, um, sorry, I only loaned you £50. Why have you paid me £100? Mm. And then I say, oh, sorry, I've probably overpaid you. Uh, take out the, the, the extra £50 probably um, and give it back to me kind of thing. So what's really happened here, Peter, is um okay not me but the person <laughs> the person um has used what we call uh proceeds of crime right they've used the proceeds of crime money that they've gained through criminal activities and they've tried to clean that money by actually putting it into the system um and that's what that's what he's done he's put it into the system by putting it into her bank account and as she has withdrawn it from the bank account, it's gone through that that you know that cleaning system, and that's how you basically do money laundering. That's how you clean mm-hmm. the money. And that's exactly what's happened. But look, 
banks are not stupid uh they're not silly uh, so they can uh you know recognize these things very 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 easily and often what happens then is they blacklist you and yeah they can report you to the police and that's that's what's happened here that's very sad and on that note when you say um i mean in the case in the example that you've just given like between me and you i would be fairly innocent you're my friend so i'm thinking oh you've you put in extra money that uh that uh, more than i borrowed you so obviously yeah i'm I, I'm not gonna question it i'm gonna take out the cash and give it all to you i mean i don't know why i can't transfer it to you by a bank account but i'm gonna take out the cash and give it to you and i'm doing that innocently not really questioning it but the police are gonna come for me and it's gonna be my bank account that gets blacklisted right Oh, absolutely. And I think in, in the actual example that we read out or we both read, um, the guy got away. So he, he mm. disappeared into thin air. Um, but, you know, she was still very much responsible. So even though your intention may have not been there, um, the fact that you lacked diligence and vigilance means that, you know, you, you're actually now in a place where you're seen as a criminal. And what's so crazy about this is, when um so the 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 victim here is is a lady and she gave her friend um uh fifty pounds. Imagine if that friend, which was a guy, said um can you give that fifty pounds in cash? Um that means there's no trace any transaction between um the guy and the woman, if that makes sense. Well, exactly. That's why he asked for cash, right? Mm. Um, cash is one of those things that can't be traced. So, yeah, of course he will ask for the cash. It's a, it's a, for him, it's a very clean way to receive a return. I think hearing this story, I think what makes me really, really sad is these are extremely small amounts of money. Yeah. But it has detrimental effects on the individual. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I guess and one of the reasons why I even want to reflect on this, because this also comes down just the general life, man. And, you know, this person is a reflection of many, many people that have been victim um, or seen things happen as well. And it would be good to have a very quick discussion around what can one do? What are sort of some of the things we can watch out for? And even perhaps, Jax, a bit of a warning, because Although this person was the innocent person in in this case, there there can be times, and we've grown up around it, where that innocent person um can be, let's say, convinced to get involved in something like that. it's not having you know knowledge of how much it can affect them down the line. Yeah, I mean, what you find, Peter, is many uh, of the youth are actually targeted mm. um, and are actually used as what we call money mules, right? Mm. Um, a lot of people are probably at the age of like 18 when they actually get a bank account and have access to a bank account. Um, if you come from a low-income background like, like we did and someone comes up to you and uh, says to you, look, all I need for you is to put, all I need is for, to put some money into your bank account um, and then you've just got to cash it out. Um, and then you can earn a profit of, let's say, £500. £500 is a lot of money for mm. anybody, especially at the age of um, 18, for example, and, uh, or even or even younger than that. I think you, can have, you have access to a bank account younger than that, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so, so it's something that you can definitely do and you can be easily persuaded by someone to do um, and not actually understand the consequences of what you're doing or even the actual mechanics and the, and, and the reason of why you're doing what you're doing. What's actually really happening, you may not know. Um, I, I came across these things when I was younger. I used to hear it all the time, and I had no idea what was actually happening. I knew that what people were doing were wrong, but I didn't know the actual mechanics until mm. obviously I studied finance, so I became a, a financially literate. But yeah, young people can become very, very, very attracted to this thing, especially if they come from a low-income family. Hmm. 
Um, I mean, yeah, this is rampant amongst uh, young people, um, particularly those even also in university. Um, and for some reason, when there's more flow of cash into someone's bank account, so let's say that young person's got a part-time job or gets money from student loan, um, you know, they can be fooled into thinking that banks won't realize because there's so many transactions going on in your account. But listen, man, banks are not silly. Um, so yeah, young people can be quite a, a, a target for stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. And, and the term that I used um was money mules. Very, very, very uh important to understand what they are. And it's actually one of our um menu of services when we deliver to young people where we talk about financial crime. Um, how to avoid uh, it happening to you, but also how to avoid becoming a part of it as a young person as well. Um, but it's not just young people, Peter. I think the people that are also very much susceptible to it are people that, of the older generation who are very much susceptible to various types of scams, especially online. Yeah, and and what are some of those things, particularly? Um, because yeah, you're right. Um, it's not just young people. It could be any. To be honest, it's it's like when someone's in a uh, situation where they're you know a bit desperate to to make money, or they want to make money fast. That doesn't um always mean someone who's who's desperate, but want to make money fast, want to be seen as someone that's making money fast. That can literally be anyone. But what are some of the other ways that people can get kind of caught in this? Yeah, to be fair, there are so many ways mm. now. You only need to go to your junk mail um on your inbox to see how many you know people are trying to scam you. Um, thank God that you know uh, your your email provider is quite good at sieving out uh, some of those uh, of some of those people. But it's not mm. always that obvious. Um, and some of them actually do make their way into your inbox. So mm -hmm. it, it, ha it happens a lot online through emails, um, but it also happens through cold calling sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. Sometimes someone will call you and could be so convincing, right, asking you to do things that may ask for your bank account details or, you know, things such as your PIN, uh, which you may or think... Four hey, digits. Like, or, or, yeah, exactly, all four digits. And, and maybe even three digits, right? Because if you mm. give them three digits, they, well, they've got nine guesses before they yeah. find the, the, the fourth one, right? So, so I've come across many, many different examples of where people have been targeted. And um, there are so many from, you know, just a random cold call to emails to social media. Um, I, I myself, right, um, I only have a tiny bit of influence. I've only got about three and, three and a half thousand followers on Instagram. That's Jack's financial underscore uk if you're interested right mm -hmm. i only have a few thousand followers but i've been cloned um many times mm -hmm. on instagram where someone has copied my account cloned my account and pretended to be me mm -hmm. to try and get people to send them money and it's not just me i've come i've come across that with almost every other uh financial influencer that i've come across or or, or anyone i've seen many people that has Anyone that has more than three, four thousand followers that does anything personal finance related is very much susceptible to being cloned. Um, and I think, you know, uh, Meta, Instagram need to really, really uh, nail that down because it is a real problem. And I think, yes, the solution could be to become more verified. But even then, there are many people that may not recognize their verified profile and may think that, you know, it's actually the person that's uh, actually, you know, speaking to them online and, and actually sliding into their DMs and having a real conversation with them. Um, especially those people that are not very much on Instagram as often as others. 
mm. right? Um, one of the people that you know reached out to me the other day was um an, an older lady who who followed me because she knows she knows my wife and she just likes me, and so she, she followed me. And uh, yeah, she got a message from a random person telling them to invest with them into cryptocurrencies. Wow. Um, and it just so happens that she had heard me talk negatively about cryptocurrency. <laughs> so she knew it wasn't me. Mm, <laughs> right? Wow. Um, uh, however, you know, let's say she wasn't so lucky to have heard that conversation. Um, you know, she would have been easily uh, attracted to the idea of making some money online by someone mm. who she, she believes she can trust. Mm. So yeah, Peter, online, uh, mainly through email, through, through calls as well, and also through social media now. Ooh, yeah, it's crazy, man. And, you know, obviously, as the world progresses as well with tech, AI, the world is just getting you know one can say smart also at doing stuff like this so i guess it's just like a almost a word of warning i will say um to be vigilant um as well when it comes to these things but i think you know there there's that there's that side of being an innocent one but also there's the other side of being swayed to do something and i think it's just so important because yeah there's you know i wouldn't be surprised if there's a listener right now that's being you know, attracted by something they're seeing and making considerations. But hopefully this is quite timely and it just puts a stop to that. Yeah. I, th- I think that another word I want to add today is just prudent, being prudential, uh, mm. being prudent with everything that you do. So, you know, if you are speaking to someone online or someone uh, on the phone, a- approach of caution. Mm. Um, and, and, and you know, there's a saying that if it sounds good to be tr- too good to yep. be true, the chances yep. are it is. And that's a true statement. Um, if it does sound too good to be true, then, then yeah, it probably is. And you need to ask the right questions um, in order to um, actually sieve out who's who's true and who's not. Um, but if in any doubt, just don't do it. I think yeah. that's, that's, that's the bottom line. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Pete, and I mean, you know, if, if taking this even further, I've come across situations where, the the impact is absolutely catastrophic um one of the examples peter is uh, someone who and many people who have actually lost their pension pots right because someone called them were very convincing and convinced them to transfer their pension pots into to their business or whatever and then all of a sudden it disappeared and it's so sad imagine that Mm. someone who's worked hard for 40 years hmm. to amass uh, a, a significant or somewhat significant pension pot that's supposed to look after them until the day they pass away and in the blink of an eye is disappeared because of a scammer who called them and convinced them to you know to to transfer their pensions to them so it's extremely important that we are very very prudent and diligent and vigilant when it comes to matters of our personal finances and who we entrust with them wow 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 um i can just imagine in terms of like the the pension part as well because trying to get that and usually even just trying to get anything back that's being taken is an absolute nightmare yeah 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 so i mean there's many different uh places where you can seek more education uh i know here in the uk we've got a body called a money helper mm. very good at helping you uh, with certain things um but like i said peter yeah if 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 in doubt, just don't do it. Uh, I think that's the bottom line. Just don't do it. Um, but you have to also check your own heart um, and ask yourself why you're doing it in the first place. Now, if we do go back to the original um, 
example that we gave earlier from the article that we read, I think that was extremely unfortunate. Um, and I think she probably needed to say something sooner. Um, I think that's that's what it comes down to. Um, she says in the article that she actually, you know, had a criminal record for was it twelve years, mm. um, and it just got wiped off recently. Um, but it really, really followed her around, um, and she lost confidence in people after that as well. So because it was through her so-called friend as well. So yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, she even used the term family friend. Yeah, right? for someone who's very close to home, um, which is again very, very sad. Um, but look, at the end of the day, in this situation, I probably wouldn't read more about what happened because I, I can't really understand why uh, she was, you know, given a criminal record, even though mm. she was innocent. But yeah, I, actually, I do know why. So I'm kind of thinking of my head, but I do know why. Uh, the fact that you lacked prudence, you know, is often one of the reasons, right? Now, we don't know the full story, even though we've read in the article, but I think the key thing is to be very, very mindful of transactions that are different from the, the norm. You know, someone all of a sudden paying you a lot of money and then asking you to withdraw it via cash to give back to them. I think that's that. As soon as you see that, that's your highlight. That should signal the warning bells hmm. that right now you're probably about to engage engage in what we call money, money laundering. Crazy, 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 man. I've got in front of me 10 golden rules to prevent um, fraud. I'll just quickly read the first five. Um, one is be suspicious of all too good to be true offers and deals. Oh, you just said that, man. Yeah, there are no guaranteed get rich quick schemes, man. Um, please take note. Don't agree. Number two, don't agree to offers or deals immediately. Insist on time to get independent or legal advice before making a decision. Yeah. Sometimes you might get a call about an opportunity and you feel rushed about something. That person is not you know, selling to you in the right way. There is something off about that. If you're feeling rushed to quickly do something where it involves a transaction, you've just got to be cautious of that. Yeah, normally normally what they will do is they'll say, oh, this this offer is, is only here for a few days. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, many people fall victim to it. That's why they're tempting because yeah. someone always yeah. does fall victim. And um, number three, don't hand over money or sign anything until you've checked someone's credentials and their company, um, yeah. their company's credentials. So important, man. If yeah. you've never heard of the company, Listen, man, you got to do your due diligence. Yeah, I just want to add to that, like, if it's a financial company, you can actually find uh, that person on the FCA register. Mm. So if you just uh, go on the FCA and search FCA register, search for uh, the person um, to see if they are a regulated person. Um, if they are, their name will be there. Um, and if they claim to be from a company, make sure you do your research on that company as well. Uh, mm. That company should be regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority here in the UK. But talking about the UK, but this is uh, worldwide. Um, your regulator should have details of anyone that's actually allowed to, to be doing what they claim to be doing. Hmm. I'll read at number five, do the five, the last five after I give a shout out to listeners. But number five, never give banking details or personal details to anyone you don't know or trust. This information is valuable, so make sure you protect it. Yeah, I wouldn't say give it, don't give it to anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's um also to be mindful of that. Um, this also includes on your social media. Many people these scammers can watch you on your social media to see what you do, what you like doing to create another uh, persona about you. So when they reach out to people pretending to be you, they are literally mimicking what you do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
I'm going to give a shout out to where we're getting um, new listeners from um, or where we've not given a shout out to before in a while. Um, and this area where we've got some listeners in recent time is a city called Ashdod, which is in Israel. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, I plan to. I think that's the first time I've given a shout out to um, someone in Israel, actually. I believe so. Um, yeah. I mean, I plan to go to Israel probably in a few years. Um, yeah, something that I've been wanting to do. Um, so yeah, anyway, welcome to the Hope Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because Walk Finance is more than just a podcast, we do serve here in the community, then head over to www.walkfinance.co.uk. That's www.walkfinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on social media, we are mainly on Instagram. Head over to at Walk Finance Team. Again, that, that's at Walk Finance Team. But I hope you are enjoying the episode and I hope you are gaining tons of value. Come on, come on. A massive shout out to our listeners in Ashdod and all over Israel, man. We see and recognize you um, and all over the world as well. OK, back to the final five um, top tips on preventing uh, fraud or golden tips. Number six is always log on to a website directly rather than clicking on links in an email. Yep, yep, yep. You yep, might yep. get random emails um, yep. and they tell you to click this link. Go to the website. Don't yeah. click that link. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's all it's, I think the technical terms called fishing yeah um, yeah they're, they're, they're fish for it so you've got to be very careful not to click on it especially when it looks a bit funny there yeah. are ways you can actually educate yourself to be able to identify what is a phishing email and what is not mm. um number seven don't just rely on glowing testimonials find solid independent evidence of a company's success mm like that and number eight always get independent or legal advice if an offer involves money time or commitment yeah Number nine is if you spot a scam or have been scammed, report it and get help. This is really important, man. It allows the people that are trying to prevent this get better at um, understanding different types of scams. It also helps you um, and it helps others, whether you see it or not as well. Yeah, just just want to add to that as well. I think that's extremely important that you do report it and you don't just sit there in silence. I think sometimes when you do get scammed, there's an element of shame yeah involved, almost like oh my gosh how did it happen to me and i was so silly and sometimes you feel as if it may highlight the fact that you've been a bit greedy mm. or sometimes it may you, you may think it highlights that you've been incompetent in something mm. and that's not necessarily true remember these uh scammers are extremely intelligent mm. and extremely uh, persuasive and cunning so um it can happen to most people it happens to happen to anyone even professional finance people so uh don't sit there in shame um and, and afraid of how people may judge you please report it straight away if you are a victim of, of a scam or a fraud listen anyone can make a mistake man um yeah. so no definitely in agreement and that literally speaks to the 10 and final golden rule which is don't be embarrassed about reporting a scam because the scammers are cunning and clever there's no shame in being deceived by reporting it you make it more difficult for them to deceive others Oh, I love that. I didn't. I, I haven't actually got a list in front of me. Yet. You're just reading it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got a bit ahead of myself. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. But nah, man, hopefully that was just um also just some encouragement for anyone that's been scammed. Also, if you don't report it for a period of time, um, I mean, you, you, it doesn't help when you're trying to put together a case as well, because yeah. it might make you look a certain way if you didn't report it straight away. Um, but no, man, um, that was yeah, just a really 
episode really an episode just to really um highlight this because it's happening man it's live it happens people sometimes suffer in silence if they've been scammed but there's no shame man but let's all just stay diligent um let's stay watchful um and yeah man just be mindful of all of this stuff going out there and for the younger ones as well man we know this stuff is rampant um if you've been a victim um report it try to avoid being a victim again um when i say victim i mean an you know, proactively getting involved. Sorry. Um, just watch out for that stuff, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. if you got friends that are promoting all of this fraud and stuff, um, by showing off, you know, um clothes and stuff that they've bought with their fraud money, trust me, they they might look cool now, but give it a few years, they're not gonna look that cool, man. So oh, yeah, stay in your own lane, man. You don't need yeah. to follow those people, man. Yeah, yeah. If 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 oh, on a Friday night somehow they're ordering pizzas and, and, and food for you through some sort of dodgy way. Don't eat it. Uh, it's dodgy. Simple. <laughs> and you're participating in criminal activity. Simple, 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 man. There you have it, man. Hopefully some food for thought for our listeners. And if not for our listeners, for the people around our listeners, man. Share this with your people, man. Um, However you like to see fit, man. Keep supporting. Keep doing that thing, man. And Jax, until the next time. Remember yeah. all. Stay woke. Woke.